What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Warning. This show contains adult political themes and language. Liberals and little children should cover their ears. Welcome to Liberty Never Sleeps, where negativity never sounded so good. Now here's your host, Thomas Purcell. Good morning and welcome to Liberty Never Sleeps. Make sure to follow the show at our website at libertyneversleeps.com, where you can find links to us on all the social media sites, including Parlor and MeWay. Don't forget to subscribe to the show also on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, or your favorite streaming device. We're a crowdfunded show. If you'd like to see ad-free content and video of the show, check out our website and merchandise shop at patreon.com. Good morning. I have to tell you, as it began this weekend, I try to put out of my mind all the stuff that was going on. It felt like there was a pall over me, my family, the people that I care about, the environment that I live in, places that I go. I'm seeing things and people act in irrational manners as we go down this path that in the last four years I've tried to prevent. As people act irrationally, say stupid things. Our government right now is divided like it never has. This is equivalent to the days that led up to the Civil War. People are not trying to turn it down. They're trying to ramp it up. They're accusing people of treason that never did anything wrong. They're shutting down free speech sites. They're manipulating currencies. Manipulating truth. I don't know what to believe. And I am in contact with people from both sides of the argument. Both left and right. Not one of them is speaking rationally. Not a single one. And nobody is trying to say, hey, listen, maybe we should take a step back. Maybe we should calm down. Maybe we should look at this from a rational point of view. No one's doing that. Everyone is making wild accusations and failing to look at the facts as we know it. Our enemy is not each other. Our enemy is manipulating us, whoever or whoever persons they may be. They're trying to encourage violence. They're trying to encourage dissension. They're trying to get states break off from the federal government. They're trying to create an environment where people start to kill each other. 
And I can't seem to impress upon people this fact. When you talk to people on the right, well, we got to do something. The liberals are taking over the world and government and shutting down free speech. There's no doubt about that. No argument there. On the left, oh, the right wing, they tried to attempt a coup and took over their capital. People were killed. We have to impeach the president before he sets off nukes. Are you kidding me? No one person is in charge of the nuclear arsenal. There is no one man in this country that can simply press a button and destroy the world. That's absolute and utter bunk and nonsense. And yet people are acting as if that's going to happen. People are telling all kinds of wild tales about National Guard running through the streets, martial law. They're going to shut down the internet. They're going to shut down Apple. They're going to shut down this and they're going to shut down that. And all a, an enemy nation will have to do is encourage it at this point. Someone will do something stupid. Some people will die and it will go from bad to worse. I haven't seen one leader say, hey, listen, we need to take a step back. We need to all stop talking about revolution. We need to all start, start talking about takeovers. Both people on the right and the left are trying to grab power. Trying to seize free speech like parlor. And shut down the positive and important free speech communication that exists in this country. And this madness will result, mark my words, in violence. People need to breathe a little bit. Take a step back. Calm down. On both sides, no one is innocent in this argument. Right now, we had a situation that happened on Wednesday where a lot of people took matters into their own hands, burst into the Capitol, and did all kinds of things. And I'm hearing all kinds of stories. I don't know what to believe from the media. I can't trust anybody, anyone. I can't even trust videos that I'm seeing. I know that they're manipulated. I've seen the manipulation because I've seen the video two ways. I know for a fact that paid protesters were in that crowd. I know for a fact that there were Trump supporters in that crowd that got carried away with the moment. I know for a fact that a woman is dead. I know for a fact that a Capitol policeman is dead. Maybe two. I'm seeing all kinds of wild reports now. Someone committed suicide. It has to stop. Everyone needs to calm down and take a look at the facts. President Trump is leaving office on January 20th. There was nothing to suggest that he wouldn't leave. Now that, who knows? As people around him are panicking, as the American people are panicking, leaders are panicking, everyone's in panic mode. And all because people are speaking irrationally. Maybe that's why this show's still up. I was very surprised. I've been talking about nonviolence since it began. Maybe that's it. Maybe somebody in charge somewhere has decided, you know, Tom doesn't want any part of this. I don't. I don't want any part of civil war. I don't want civil insurrection. I don't want people killing each other in the streets. Because everything that you see, your homes and your, 
in the suburbs, the food, our supermarkets, our water supply, it will all come to a screeching stop. I have said this many times to you, that what you're living in now in America, in our cities, in our suburbs, in our neighborhoods, is an anomaly in human history. We should be doing everything we do to protect its integrity. Our freedoms of speech, capitalism, our constitutional way of life, these are all endangered by this talk, by these actions by our leaders. And nobody is listening to reason. Not anyone. And not, not, I haven't talked to a single person, no one, that has said anything, any sort of responsible behavior. We have to stop these Trump supporters who are trying to take over the government. The, the left wing, oh, we, we got to take care of these, uh, the leftists are taking over. And I, like, relax. Relax. Stop shutting everything down. Stop acting irrationally. And start using your head for something other than a hat rack. I know there were paid protesters in that crowd. I have reason to believe there were paid protesters in every incident that we have seen. From the mall lootings to the violence in the streets, Baltimore, Ferguson, I can name them over and over. This show has talked about them. And every time I said the same thing, calm down. Arrest the people that are responsible for crimes they committed. Have them show up in a courtroom, have a trial by their peers, and then sentence them to the maximum of the law. I have said that since the beginning as well. That includes people in the Capitol. And stop blaming everyone else for the actions of these people. Everyone's saying, well, we have to declare anyone who wears a MAGA hat a terrorist. Are you any crazy? I've seen all kinds of people and all kinds of videos of people at that crowd that shouldn't have been there. Which I don't believe were real Trump supporters. I, 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 you know, I, I talked about this on, on Friday's show. There were groups of people there were Chinese Americans. They could barely speak English. And yet they were singing prayers and hymns. They may have been Christians escaping from China or they may have been Chinese intelligence. I have no idea. And neither do you. There were people in that crowd which have histories of being at both rallies. And I can't rely on anything that I'm seeing. I've seen a video where there were people bashing in, you know, cell phone video where people were bashing in the doors of the state capitol. I've also seen video of somebody opening a door and letting them in. I've seen the video where they were bashing down a door and no audio, and then another one where the audio is completely different. So obviously there's manipulated media out there as well. I have no idea what happened, and neither do you. And now we're going down the path. Nancy Pelosi is declaring herself, she's going crazy, declaring that Donald Trump has to be removed from office. Why? He's leaving in 10 days. Well, he's access to the nuclear codes. Well, what are you afraid of? He's not going to set them off. I mean, even if he had, even if he had that button, you understand how many people are involved in the chain of command. It would, no one would reasonably do anything like that. Do you think the military is going to take orders and declare martial law and seize in the cities from a guy who's leaving office in ten days? You're out of your mind. 
And of course, I'm getting it from both sides. Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Left wing's out of control. They're, they're, they're being manipulated by the Chinese. So is the right wing. I got, tell, I got news for you. I've seen it. It's not that they're in control. It's that they're manipulating you. And this is how it will happen, folks. This is how it will happen. And mark my words. I want you to listen to what I'm saying very closely. People will begin to take one thing after another. And then each side, right and left, will get the upper hand. The left right now is in control and acting irrationally. In a few days, few weeks, few months, or a few years, the right wing will get control too. And back and forth it will go. And more and more and more people will die until there's open warfare in every city. And then some fucking moron, after... All of these debts will say to a foreign country, either China or Russia or someone else, or some coalition like the United Nations, God forbid, hey, we need your help to stop the fighting. We need your help to secure the streets of America. We need a neutral party. And that's when the real tyranny will begin. And we'll invite them in. 1776 happened. One of the things that our founding fathers and the framers of our Constitution were very wary of was foreign interference in the revolution. They were worried that France would get involved, Spain would get involved, and we would be nothing more than a puppet nation of those great nations at that time. That same fear is a real fear today. And people will do it. Because after all the debts and after all the destruction, they'll look for relief. And then the real tyranny will begin. If you think the left wing is bad, wait till you see the United Nations and what they have planned for us. 1776, all the royal heads of Europe lost their heads in a very short period of time. The royal revolution happened. They ruled the world from 1200 to 1776. You don't think they have a, a, gr uh, a grind with the American people and with our way of life and our notion of self-governance? They want to bury it. It's not just the people. They want to bury the very idea of self-governance. And when they'll, after all the smoke settles and off, after all the dust settles, they'll say, well, see, people can't govern themselves. The Chinese, the Russians, they're all part of it. They all want to see America come to an end and our dominance of the world. And the very notion that people can govern themselves. And we're going to invite them in. And we're doing it to each other. Our enemy is not liberals. Our enemy is not conservatives. Our enemy is our own fears. And people are just lining up, buying ammunition. Well, we'll do this and we'll do that. Out of your mind. You know why? Because people have never really experienced the kind of pain that a revolution will bring to America. We've never seen it. Not in our lifetimes, anyway. We have no idea of the misery that will be caused from the, our way of life coming to an end. My God, they're getting upset that Donald Trump was speaking at a college campus. Can you imagine what it'll be like when millions are dead? They're upset about a couple people that got killed during the Capitol raid. And it's tragic, certainly. But it ain't nothing compared to what might happen if we act irrationally now. 
I'm in contact with a lot of these people individually on private conversations, telephone, emails, things like that. I keep telling them, calm down. Stop acting irrationally. Nancy Pelosi's the worst of them. Oh, we have to stop Donald Trump. It was a coup. Listen, honey. A real coup would not have ended with a bunch of guys in a goat skin and a buffalo cap marching around and parading around like morons. That's not a real coup. That's people acting stupidly. A real coup, there would have been a lot of people dead on both sides. And it wouldn't have stopped when the Capitol Police told everybody to go home. What happened when the Capitol Police told everybody, go home? You know what they did? They went home. That's not a coup attempt. A coup attempt, there would be tens of thousands of people occupying that building and maybe even burn the building to the ground. A real coup attempt. And worse, because Donald Trump said, I'm with you, when they came and, and peacefully protested in front of the Capitol, they're claiming that that's incitement to violence. They're claiming that I want an election looked into is an incitement to violence. I want an election looked into too. I don't know what's going on. To suddenly believe that there was no election fraud after years of election fraud from both sides claiming it. 216 being the most notable. There are people recounting it, demanding uh, all kinds of investigations. Hillary Clinton herself. Oh, well, that's a good election. They impeached a goddamn president over it. Oh, he's a, a Russian agent. They interfered in our election. Now all of a sudden, oh, no election, election interference. I want to know. We still don't know what happened in 2016. Well, again, no one's, no one's thinking rationally. No one is saying, no, we're not going to ban anybody's free speech. We're not going to impeach the president. We're going to let an, a peaceful transition begin. That's what has to happen. That's the way leaders talk. True leaders, true leadership talks. True leaders don't say, no, you can't say your ideas. No, you can't discuss things freely. People who are enamored with a police state and want to shut down free speech across this country are acting irrationally. People who say that we should do something as a military response to that are acting irrationally. And everyone needs to calm down. And I want to talk about some of this stuff that's going on because it's horrific. Absolutely horrific what's going on with freedom of speech. And it's all because they're afraid. Well, I want to know what they're afraid of. Are you afraid of Ma and Pa Kettle coming out with their kids and singing a hymn? Are you afraid of a, a, a real, true investigation of the election fraud? No one is saying you need to stop the process. But we need to investigate what happened so that it doesn't happen again. So that people feel confident in the process itself again. Well, we're not even able to discuss it. We're going to get shut down. We'll take a break and we'll be right back. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. 
laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, I was watching briefly a clip of the master of conspiracy theories, Alex Jones. Even Alex Jones goes, hey, stop acting stupidly. All this conspiracy stuff needs to stop. He's well aware it's gone beyond fun and games where, where you have political criticism on a podcast. It's gone beyond that. People are taking this shit seriously to the point where they're starting to arm themselves. Now Nancy Pelosi has gotten together with big tech and big corporate giants and said, well, you can't talk about conservative principles on our Twitter. What did Donald Trump do? Donald Trump said, I think you should come to this rally, stop the steal, and show your support. That's what people were doing. They came to this event, million, literally millions of people. I saw them average everyday citizens who had no intention of engaging in violent revolution. They wanted to stop. They wanted to demonstrate to the congressional leaders that something needs to be done about the election process. Donald Trump says, hey, listen, it was fraudulent election. You can argue otherwise, whether he should have said it or not. And then some yahoos took it in their head that that meant to raid the Capitol building. And you saw them in the building. They were obviously people that were on the fringe. They're now arresting those people. The FBI is investigating anyone who was in the building, like the guy who took the podium, the guy with the horns on his head, which we all laughed at. They're arresting him, charging with breaking up. They should be. That's not an answer to anything. So what is the response from Congress after all this? This is not the first time the Capitol has been in, in, in engaged in such a manner. There were leftists. It's gone back. It's gone back to the sixties. You know how many times the Capitol has been occupied, where people marched into the building violently with guns. Several, at least half a dozen, that I can find on online. It's nothing unusual. It's not what it would be, is unusual is the response. Anyone that supported Donald Trump or talked about that is going to be banned on Twitter. They're taking people all left and right off. They took the President of the United States off Twitter. Meanwhile, they allow criminals like the mullahs of Iran, the head of China, who has labor camps exterminating people, they could still have a say. The double standard here is incredible. And then when millions 
of conservatives, of Trump supporters said, okay, we're not going to use Twitter anymore. We're not going to use Facebook anymore. We're going to go to a third party app called Parler or whatever. I mean, there's at least half a dozen out there that I'm getting messages all, oh, you should join me on this trip, whatever. When they went over there, then big tech acted with reckless abandon, said, no, not only you can't be on our forums like Google, Facebook, Twitter, you can't be on our forums, you can't be on anybody's forums. And if you don't operate your business the same way we do, if you don't ban Donald Trump and other supporters of Donald Trump who are saying all kinds of dumb things, well then you are going to be shut down also. We're going to take away your ability to disseminate information. Does that sound like America to you? Does that sound like freedom of speech to you? Does that sound like tyranny to you? It sure does to millions of Trump supporters. That's why they're going fucking bananas. That's why they're going crazy. And Nancy Pelosi's the worst of them. Oh, we have to impeach this president and we got to do it right now. Why? He's going in 10 days. It's going to take you 10 days to do the goddamn paperwork. What are you hiding? What are you looking at that you have to get him out of office? It's incredible, absolutely incredible how people are behaving. Can you imagine the balls on companies like big technology companies, Apple, Google, other services that say you have to operate your business the same way all these people operate their business. And if you don't, we're going to shut down your business. I, I, that's a classic case of antitrust violations. If you don't think that conservatives have been right about antitrust violations and have said, hey, listen, we need to remove the 230 protections. We need to look at Google and other things that's in the courts now as an as a antitrust violation, being having that kind of power. If you don't think that's true, if you look at this situation and go, oh no, Google should have the power to destroy someone's business at a, a whim, then you're part of the problem too. And I don't say that with any joy. I'm not happy about this. Anybody should be able to operate a service or a business in whatever way they see fit. That's a free market system. That's capitalism. If you don't like the way Parler is doing business, fine. But when you say you're not going to be able to do business in a certain way, we're going to deny you a right to do business, then it's an indication that that's an antitrust violation. It's a violation of law to use the power of your business to destroy someone else's business. I knew something was up when I had a small program which allowed me to share a news article to Parler, MeWe, Twitter, and Facebook all in one click. It was very easy, very easy to use. It was fantastic. Great little product. Suddenly I couldn't use it. It wouldn't work. That's how I knew. Something, something's up. Google and the big tech tyrants were preventing that sort of a thing from working. No, you can't, you, you can't share stuff to Twitter, but you can't always, you, you can't even share stuff to Parler. You can't use this product because it, it does business with Parler. Can you imagine that? That's censorship. And if you're comfortable with a private, well, it's their servers. Really, can you imagine Alexander Graham Bell 
saying to people who were buying and using the telephone when it first came out, a revolutionary idea. We use a simple technology. But it, it was technology, a platform, which allowed us to communicate in more efficient ways than the telegraph. Can you imagine if Alexander Graham Bell said, you know what, you can have my phone, but you can't use it to talk about political discourse. You can't use it for any reason, for anything, except what I say you can use. And worse, if you try and create a system that uses the same lines or uses the technology that we developed, we're going to prevent you from using those things too. Can you imagine that and when that being illegal and, and you being okay with it? Can you imagine if Gutenberg had decided you could print whatever you want on the Gutenberg press, but you can't print religious texts? Can you imagine that nonsense, that craziness? That is the very thing that our founding fathers and the framers of the Constitution wanted to prevent. To prevent democracy from being threatened. Democracy is not threatened by Donald Trump. Democracy is threatened by censorship. By shutting down people's ideas. The way you solve problems is you get together with each side of the aisle and you say, this is what we believe, that's what we believe. And the other side goes, what's what we believe? And then you discuss it freely. And then you come to a mutual satisfactory conclusion. You can't do that if everybody's retreating into their corners and shutting everybody's freedom of speech down. You can't even go into a bar and have a talk with anyone because of COVID restrictions. You got COVID restrictions. You got freedom of speech shut down. And I got news for you. It ain't going to stop. It's not. It's not going to stop with Parler. It's not going to stop with me. We. It's not going to stop with anything until they're absolute control of your freedom of speech. And everyone signs up for it. They all buy cell phones. They're all. I see millions of people. Oh, it's good to shut down. You. You shouldn't be able to use freedom of speech as consequences. Look, if you don't like what someone says, block them. There's a button even built into the systems. Oh, block. Them. I don't like that. Boop. That's what it's there for. Use it. But basically, big tech has decided to punish millions of Americans for the actions of a few people. Brilliant. I didn't have anything to do with the Capitol. I don't even know anybody that had anything to do with the Capitol attack. And that's what it was. It was an attack. It was a riot. No question about it. How, why, for, why are you suppressing my freedom of speech? I want to use Parler. I want to use Facebook. I want to use Twitter. You don't like what I have to say? You don't like what I do on this show? Block me. Don't listen to it. Change the channel. Why is that Why is that such a hard concept for anyone to understand? Well, democracy is threatened. No, democracy is threatened when we circumvent and short-circuit our Constitution. That's when democracy really is threatened. They're literally losing the tools of fascism to say, we're going to shut down fascism. Unbelievable. How many times do I like to say this? Freedom of speech is essential to peace. Freedom of speech is essential to America. That's why they're coming after it. I've told you this so many times. And taking up arms is not the answer. That's just going to encourage it. Because what will happen is this. People start arming each other. And arming up, this is what happened in the Civil War, and next thing you know, people are shooting at another, and then everybody forgets what it was all about. 
and everybody is laying in the streets dead. And the only person that benefits from that is outside the country. Countries like China, Russia, the European oligarchs, they all benefit. They all laugh at sitting around. Worked really well, didn't it? That's why they've been supporting one side against the other, back and forth, funding, encouragement. Oh, yeah, you got to do something about the left. Then they go to the left. Oh, yeah, you got to do something about the right. Here's some money. And we buy into it on a daily basis. I saw, I've been talking about this for years on this show, eight, like seven, eight years. Two years on, on a, a small server, and then we gradually went up to iHeartRadio and whatnot. Talk about it for years. I go to meetings. Uh, you know, we got to got to have weapons and armaments, and you got to keep your powder dry. I'm like, why? You think you're going to be able to stop an army that's prepared to fight World War Three? You're not. I mean, if you want to get a, a group of people together, the way the American Revolution was fought is a group of, group of people got together, formed a new government, and formed an army. That's a little different. Then you got a chance. But if you think buying a whole bunch of guns and ammunition and holding up in your house is going to save your life, you're out of your fucking mind. It's not. Not when these guys come roaring through, man. These guys can kill you by pushing a button from 40 miles away from an air platform. <laughs> All you'll end up doing is destroying the cities. Will a, will a revolution or a, 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 an armed revolution win? I, I have no idea. Can you fight one? Yeah, you certainly can. If you if you don't believe that small arms fire makes the difference against a third uh, World War III army, I, should, I would advise you to look at Syria. And what about, but what is the end result? Your cities are destroyed. Your way of life is destroyed. See, that's the goal. They don't care who wins or loses. They want American cities destroyed. They want everybody killing each other. I mean, how do you get rid of a country where everyone is armed? If you are an enemy power, how do you get rid of it? How do you get rid of America? She's got a superpower. She's got 13 super carriers and go around the world and level your country. One carrier group can level a small third world country. How do you fight that? You can't. Oh, yes, you can. You, got, you get the American citizens to fight with each other and kill each other. That'll work real good. In the next few days, you're going to see, here's what you're going to see. You're going to see enemy powers do things like black us out, shut down communications, shut down the internet through hacking the internet. If you don't understand how the internet works, if you can hack a small part of it, you could bring it down. That's going to happen to get people to be scared. They're going to put out all kinds of false stories on every side. Today, no less today, the phone started ringing, 8 in the morning. Eight in the morning. Hi, I'm so-and-so from Apple. I want to talk to you about a potential problem with your uh, computer or your cell phone or whatever. I go, I don't even have one. And the phone was ringing. I had to shut off my phone ringer today. Oh, well, you got to talk. You got to give us your information. And there's a problem with your cloud. And there's a problem with your Apple cloud. There's a problem with your Microsoft cloud. I go, you're all full of shit. And, and you know with that many phone calls going out, they're getting people, they're called phishing scams. They're getting people to, you know, oh, okay, here, you could fix my account. Here, here's my info. And nothing will happen now. They'll just be storing away and then all, bam, right at the worst possible moment. And then you'll think, oh my God, they're taking over. And you'll arm yourself. You start being suspicious about your neighbors and your friends. 
Do you ever see that Twilight Zone where aliens would create this kind of thing and, the, and get the whole town fighting with each other by creating suspicion? That's what they're doing to us, man. It's a gaslight. And if we would just step back and say, okay, nobody's doing anything. We're going to have a peaceful transition of power. And that's the end of it. And then afterwards, we're going to look into this election and see what happened. That would stop it. That would end it right away. And you wouldn't have violence. You wouldn't have you have peace and calm. But right now, nobody is talking rationally. And it's, it's driving me crazy. I feel, I've, you know, I've used this expression before, but it's very true. You know how, if you ever watched the Poseidon Adventure, I just watched it. I just watched it over this holiday. And Gene Hackman, the reverend, is telling him, hey, listen, water's coming in. Just stay calm, follow me up, and we can get out of this place. And the water comes rushing in, and everybody panics, and the trees fall down. He has to look back at them like, you fools. You're doing it to yourselves. I try to warn you. Don't take matters into your own hands. These large rallies are, is, are filled with paid protesters from both sides. Don't go to these situations where you get sucked into this situation, where you think that you're surrounded by people who think the same way you do, and you're not. You're surrounded by people who only believe in their own wallet. And I'm, I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried what the left wing was going to do. Because now they have control of the government. They have control of the White House. They have control of the Senate and the, and the House. And God knows what stupidity they're going to do. Let's talk about that next. Because I'm watching Nancy Pelosi and 25th Amendment. And, and I want to talk about that. We'll be right back. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You know, Nancy Pelosi is the Speaker of the House, third in line in our government. We've got the President, Vice President, Speaker of the House. Apparently, Pence is not willing to sign aboard a 25th Amendment kind of thing, where the Cabinet all decide that the President should step down. Using the 25th Amendment because you don't like the way the President's running things, or you think that the President isn't doing things the way you want him to do, is, is absolutely fool's errand. That's not what the 25th Amendment was ever designed for. It was designed in case a guy got shot in the head and was laying in, in a coma. 
But even then, the 25th Amendment, even if that was true, even if that happened, the 25th Amendment wouldn't be necessary. I, I, I've said this a long time ago. The 25th Amendment should have been never passed and should be immediately repealed. Why? Well, because if the president is incompetent in any way, the Constitution allows for that already. The vice president simply runs things until he's competent. In other words, if let's say if John F. Kennedy, when he was shot and he was left brain dead on the table, but we kept him alive. Well, what do you do? Well, we had the 25th Amendment. Well, you don't need it. If the president can't fulfill the duties of the office, the vice president fulfills it until the president is competent. Well, what if he never does? Well, then he never does. And his term runs out and you reelect somebody else. You don't need the 25th Amendment. It's nonsense. So now you're using it to what? Remove a president because of what he said. Because you think that a coup... He's not sponsoring a coup. He immediately came out when all this stuff started going down. When these people were breaking into the Capitol and all this violence was going on. And he said, no, 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 go home, people. Stay calm. Don't do what you're doing. Support the local Capitol Police and go home. So what did Twitter do in response? Shut him off. Brilliant. The one guy that all those people in the crowd supposedly would listen to. And, and they're going to shut him off. Does that make any sense to you? No, it doesn't. Of course not. Any reasonable person would say, well, gee, you should go out immediately and tell people to go home. That's what he did do. And so now she's saying, well, we got to do this. And Vice President Pence is not supporting the 25th Amendment. Yeah, because he's got a, a reasonable head on his shoulders. So we got to remove Vice President Pence, too. Did reason suddenly go out the window? So what, what happens? People say, well, Nancy Pelosi because of president. No, she doesn't. No, no, she doesn't. It doesn't work that way. You can't remove a president and a vice president at the same time. There's no provision in the Constitution which allows it. What you do is remove the president, and then the vice president becomes president. president then it would be President Pence. He then appoints somebody as acting vice president until they're approved by the Senate. So it would be, let's say, I don't know, Vice President Mickey Mouse. And then if you impeach Vice Pre if President Pence too, on the same terms under uh, that you foolishly did it on Trump, well then who guess who comes? Vice President Mickey Mouse becomes president. And then he appoints an acting. It doesn't go one, two, oh, we don't have one and two, go three. No, that's only in the event that both simultaneously are eliminated, which is an almost impossible circumstance because the vice president and president traveled separately. It's one of the reasons why they do it. So Pelosi's on 60 Minutes. Oh, you know, we had a real coup attempt. And what's the justification for using the 25th Amendment here? Well, there was a, he, he advocated a, a violent coup, which I said he didn't. And people got killed. Well, if you're going to presume that you remove a president on the 25th Amendment because people got killed, we didn't remove President Obama when four people got killed in Benghazi when he made an error in judgment, did we? No, of course not. What you do is you wait until the next election and you get rid of him. We didn't impeach Obama. When, when fast and furious, it was proven that the American government failed in its duty to prevent weapons from falling into the wrong hands and, and the Border Patrol people were getting killed and those guns have been turning up in crime since. Did we remove a president then? No, of course not. 
Errors in judgment are not why you remove a president. And maybe it wasn't judicious for the president to come out with all those people and encourage people and say, hey, listen, the, the election, we got to stop the steal because people went too far. They got carried away. Because in the past, we've never stopped any kind of rioting, have we? When Antifa was rioting, when BLM was rioting, did we stop them? No. We said, well, they'll burn itself out. All of a sudden now, it's different when Trump supporters. Time after time after time, we've had leaders call for all kinds of insurrections in this country, and nobody did a damn thing. I remember when Loretta Lynch said, there'll be blood in the streets. Chris Cuomo on, on mainstream news and CNN was saying, who says protests have to be peaceful? He said, these are quotes, look them up. Ayanna Presley, one of the one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. There needs to be unrest in the streets. There you go. That's what happens. And you don't and you don't do anything about it. So people get in their heads that that's okay. That, that kind of behavior is okay. That that kind of behavior won't be punished. Nancy Pelosi herself said, I don't know why there aren't uprisings all over this country. Maybe there should be. Great. That's a smart thing to say. Did anyone suggest that she should be impeached? Well, I suppose some people did. I said it was a stupid thing to say, but I didn't call for Nancy Pelosi's impeachment. Maxine Waters. He's another one. You get out and create a crowd and you push back on them and they tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. Great. Fascism. What were Trump's words, last words to the crowd before they took him off Twitter? Go home with love and in peace. Remember this day forever. But Trump, they call hateful and violent. Great. But that's why people are all dividing up now. Because of your behavior. Because of your double standard. Hey, she go do that. It's okay. Look, I've said to you this many times, violent protests are not the solution because inevitably, inevitably, when you act in that fashion, government responds in the only way it knows how, violently. It doesn't know how to be reasonable. You see it, you're seeing it now. It wasn't like the first, this is the first time capital has been. They occupied the building for the new Green Deal. I've shown the pictures. People all in Nancy Pelosi's office, all her papers scattered, holding up signs. New Green Deal, new down. Everyone's everyone oh, it's okay, it has to happen. You know, it's just a protest. And they arrested those protesters. 24 hours, they were let go. And people say, well, somebody got killed this time. Well, yeah, but because this time it was opposed. Back when the, new, the Green New Deal people were occupying the office, none of the Capitol Police did anything. They opened doors, just like they tried to do this time. They did not want violence, so they just opened the doors. It's not a plot. There were people, Congress, that was in session, and the Capitol Police panicked. They started to barricade the doors, and when people started to batter them down, they shot one of them. Somebody who was absolutely panicked and trying to get away from the armed guys with machine guns coming up the stairs behind them. What did they have? Sticks? For God's sakes. Everyone's acting so irrationally. Everyone's out, oh, this horrible thing that happened in the Capitol. It's not like, a, it's not, have you not seen this everywhere? Oh, but it's different. How is it different? How is it different 
with them marching through the streets and taking the state capital? How is it different when the Green New Deal marched in the streets and took over Pelosi's office back then? It's not any different. That's what we do here in America. Is it any different than marching on, on the White House? They were marching on the White House and they literally destroyed Lafayette Park right across the street while they were doing it. Everyone said, just let it burn itself out. And when Donald Trump had military clear the streets with smoke canisters, they said, oh, that's ordering in stormtroopers. Stormtroopers, they call it. That's what I mean about acting irrationally and taking a step back. And you would think, you would think, rational person, seeing as many angry people out there, even, I mean, I'm not talking about the people that broke into the building. I'm talking about the millions of people that were outside that Capitol. There's some anger out there. You would think a rational person who's supposed to be a representative of the people would say, oh, hey, maybe people are angry. Maybe, maybe we shouldn't, you know, maybe we should look at this election. That was the intent. So that leaders from around this country, representatives, congressmen, senators, would say, gee, there's an awful lot of people that say that if it was election fraud, maybe we should look at it. That was the intent. It was not an intent at a coup. Oh yeah, there were maniacs in there that were going to try and do something. No doubt about that. That's pretty clear. When you see guys running around in combat armor and masking up and got zip ties. I said this about BLM. I said it about Antifa. I said people who wear a mask, cover themselves up, run around with zip ties. Those guys, that's not a good idea to do. And those people will be tried and charged. It should be, as I said, with Antiphon BLM. I'm outraged that something like that would go on in this country. But the answer is not to punish the millions of Americans who are questioning things. The answer is not to shut down free speech in this country or destroy people's businesses and lives. It's the same thing with COVID. COVID is a real disease. You need to take precautions for it. But that doesn't mean we shut down people and tell people what to do all the time. That doesn't mean we enforce onerous laws on businesses and then do it in an unwise manner where one business can be open and another business can't. So where, where are we all going with this, right? Well, I, I don't see any way out of this. Let's take a break and let me talk more about it. We'll be right back. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
I don't know how long this show will last because I don't know how far people are going to go. Honest to God, I don't. I don't know who will be shut down next. I don't know how they're going to come at us. And I don't know. I, I, I really am worried about it. So before that happens, I want to say a few things. I want to thank everyone who has supported the show up to this point. People who have donated the money to help keep this show running, to make sure that we had the best possible equipment, that I, I put every penny that I could into this show, to make sure that we speak openly and freely about subjects, that I covered subjects adequately, that I heard both sides of the argument, that I presented a coherent and cogent argument so that people could have a place and a person to talk to about their feelings. I know there were many people that over the years got offended by things that I said. Well, you know what? Then I'm doing things right. If I step on your sacred cow, I told you it's not personal. And there were people that have stuck through with this through the years. And I want to thank them for that. We're one of the last shows that is probably going to be up. They're trying to shut down individual podcasters. They're trying to shut down individual freedom voices. I can't trust anything in mainstream media because, you see, you understand that shows like Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson, Mark Levin, all these big names, even Rush himself. Rush is a little a separate case because he's smart enough. He kept his own network. But you understand that those people have salaries. And so they're subject to the whims of the corporate people running their office. They also are subject to the whims of sponsors. If you are making a million dollar paycheck and you have a million dollar home and you have a family and you have children, you're not going to risk that. I don't blame Republicans now at this point for trying to preserve what they have. I understand it. When you have a lot of things, when you have a lot of wealth, you tend to protect it. I don't. I'm a working guy. I make no bones about that. Yeah, I'm better educated, maybe a little bit more intelligent than the average person in the street. That's what gives me the ability to do this. And I've spent my life in sales and marketing. So I know a thing or two about how to present an argument. God's given me that talent. I decided not to use it for personal wealth at some point. And the people that have supported that show helped me in that effort. And I don't want them to go unthanked. And if you're listening to the show and you never donated, that's okay. But you should be thanking them too, that you had something to listen to where you knew that they weren't beholden to people for money. I don't do this for money. I've never made any money at this. So they don't own me. My things don't own me. And that's why it's important for these kind of voices to come out. Not just me, but other people like me. And the people that help support this show and the volunteers, the lawyers who have said what you can say, what you can't say. The leaders in government, which I've befriended, who have changed federal law to help shows like this. Trent Franks, I'd like to thank. Who made it possible for companies like Patreon to exist. All of this, now everyone has contributed to that. People who have sent me stories, inside information. I don't necessarily 
basically, I, I don't necessarily take a story at, at first blush. I take all the information presented by everybody and make a conclusion. But I want to thank people for sending me stuff because sometimes it would lead me to places to which I would find out the truth. America has a great idea, freedom of speech. And we need to all be thankful for that, for what we've had so far. And I fight as hard as hell to keep that. Keeping the peace is, is most essentially part and part of that. And, and I don't know how long it'll last. I really don't. Because it seems like they're constantly coming at shows and freedom of speech in every which way. And they're doing it out of fear and panic. They're afraid. They're afraid that somebody is going to say something that's going to incite people to violence. People are not incited to violence by a podcast. What they're incited to violence is when their leaders ignore them. When they ignore the millions who have said, hey, listen, I'm not sure about this election. Who sit on the steps of that Capitol. That's when real trouble begins. That's when democracy really is threatened. And all those celebrities and all those people who are screaming for blood right now and people in the media that say, oh no, every Trump supporter should be locked up. These are the people that are enemies of that. Enemies of democracy. Enemies of what I consider what our constitution and what our country was founded upon. Free markets, free speech, and individual freedoms and rights. That's a premise that is unique and still unique today. So before I go any further, I want to thank everybody that helped to this point. As I said, there were a lot of volunteers who have gave their time, their ideas. People have supported us financially. People who have supported us intellectually. People who supported my show on the sly. Any of those people and their names will be, I will take to my grave. I've secured names. I'm not, I'm not even posting first names anymore. So that they can feel safe and secure. People who have gone into the Capitol, who have talked about the Capitol, who have... If you broke the law, then you'd belong in jail. I'm sorry. But those of us who did not, who speak freely about ideas like free markets, small government, less regulations, that's not illegal. That was designed to be preserved by our founding fathers and the framers of our constitution. And I'm seeing all kinds of horrible things. People saying, I'll turn this person and I'll turn that person in. Congressmen turning their back on Donald Trump. And they're doing it to protect themselves. That's what fascists do. That's what police states do. They get American people to turn on each other. Not me. I'll never talk about any of my sourcing or where I get my information from or from who or who's helped this show ever. You can count on that. Take that to the bank. And maybe in the long run, we might be one of the shows that survive because of that. I'll tell you a little personal story, which is relevant.
years ago when I was working in the financial business, just starting out, I had a boss. I shouldn't say a boss. A person I work with who circumvented company policy. That's the best way I can put it. And they took everybody in that worked with this person and they interviewed them. Hey, did you do this? Did you know this? Everybody told all kinds of stories about this guy. What he did this time, what he did that time. When they came my turn, they called me in. They said, hey, you work with him. You ran business with him. You ran appointments with him. Did this go on? Did that go on? I didn't see anything. And they said, you didn't see a thing? Everybody's saying that he did this, he did that. I don't know. I didn't see a thing. Didn't matter if I didn't or not. When it all fell out, when they started firing people left and right, all the people that talked were gone. One person stayed. Me. And you know why? Because they said, that guy won't talk. There's somebody with some integrity. When the managing partner came to me after it was all, all the bullshit went on. And people would quit. People were fired. People lost their license. He said to me, I want you to know, out of all the people, we're the only one who thought you wouldn't have gave a shit. You were only, the only person in that, everybody in that whole thing that was worth a shit. We knew what the guy had done. We had the evidence. We just wanted to know who can be trusted and who couldn't. And I take that lesson to my grave. If somebody broke the law, then they broke the law and they deserve to be jailed. But when America starts turning its into on itself and blaming others, start throwing their friends and neighbors under the bus, that's when real tyranny begins. That's what the Nazis did. They got everyone to turn on each other. People who were innocent would make shit up about their neighbor and their friends just so that they wouldn't be prosecuted. That's how it works. That's how McCarthyism worked. They decide, the state decides, we're going to get this guy. So they go to his friends and his neighbors. They go, hey, did he ever do anything? Did he ever do anything? And then they say to him, well, listen, just tell us something about him and then we'll let you go. And they make stuff up. You think that they didn't do that with Cohen and Flynn? Go to Michael Cohen and says, hey, listen, we're going to put your wife in jail the rest of her life unless you talk. So he made shit up. It's a known perjury. That's eventually what he was in prison for. Perjury. Lying to Congress. And I wanted to share that with you so that you understand what is going to come from this. People are going to be asked to do things and say things, encouraged, cajoled, arms twisted, to turn each other into our enemies. Turn your neighbor into your enemy. Turn your friend into your enemy. Turn your family member into an enemy. That's how tyranny is enabled. Innocent people will end up in jail because of that. Because everyone will be trying to protect themselves, trying to protect their own. Violence is never the answer. 
But it seems to be a foregone collusion. I don't see how out. Because everyone is panicking. Everyone is, is trying to protect themselves instead of trying to protect the truth. Everyone's calling for all kinds of police state actions without understanding the danger of it. Violence is not the answer, but no one is listening. No one. Not anyone. Not, I haven't seen a single person, not one person in my circle that says, hey, listen, maybe we should all stop hating on each other. Maybe we should all stop looking for an enemy in the bushes. It's a psychological phenomenon that Rod Serling painted very well in, in, in his episodes a number of times. Our enemy is not our neighbor. Our enemy is not our family member. Our enemy is not the guy across the street or a guy down the block or a guy in the next neighborhood. Our enemy is not even anybody in that bunch of guys who went into the Capitol. Our enemy is our own fears, getting us to prey on each other. Our enemies are people like Nancy Pelosi and people who say, oh, well, let's shut down free speech. Let's shut down this person or that group of people. Anyone who suggests that our enemies are ideas is someone to be avoided. Don't be one of those people. Uh, I got to take a break. We've only got a minute or two left. We'll be right back. Well, we're just at about out of time. I've run long on each individual segment. I think I've said enough on this. I just want to, I don't know, maybe maybe I'm at an age now where I'm getting too old or, or whatnot, but I, I was thinking the other day, I, I remember how fun it was to go to a mall. I remember when people had more disposable income. I, I didn't think of someone is either a conservative or a liberal politics was just a little thing out there i didn't worry about the federal government i didn't worry about the state i didn't worry about covid or having to wear a mask or where i could go or what i should do i remember when how great it was to live in a free nation and i know we can get back there if we all calm down there is no reason to remove this president. There is no reason to remove anyone from office. There is no reason to shut down individual free speech or social media. But if they do, it's not the end of the world. Calm down. Martial law is not the answer. Violence is not the answer. Cooler heads will always prevail. Mahatma Gandhi overthrew tyranny and he never picked up a gun. I think I've said enough at this point. I don't think there's anything more to say. I don't know what I'm going to talk about tomorrow because I don't know what tomorrow will bring. Honest to God, I don't. I don't know what news headline is going to pop up other than the Pittsburgh Steelers losing to the Browns. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just don't know what 
tomorrow, what madness will happen? What stupid thing will come out of the House of Representatives? Joe Biden is saying, I'm going to take on the NRA. Going to make Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico a state. I mean, you want to inflame people, you start talking like that. Instead of saying, look, we're not going to talk about any legislation until we sell the dust settles and we find out the truth. We're not going to do anything important right away. We're going to calm down and let everybody go back to work first. Let's just take on this COVID thing. Let's get people vaccinated or how we're going to handle it and go forward from there. And take it one day at a time. That's what needs to happen. You know, you talk, Bill O'Reilly was saying, well, Joe Biden, I hope you bring unity. Fuck. Joe Biden is not going to bring us unity. We are. Joe Biden is talking like a madman while take on the NRA. He hasn't even taken in office yet. He hasn't put his hand on the Bible. And he's already saying how he's going to try and go after taking away people's guns. Are you insane? In the middle of all of this, he's talking about gun control. In the middle of all this. If there's one thing I can assure you that gets people upset, is saying that you're going to take away their guns or take away their Bible. You do that, and I guarantee you, that's going to divide people further. Guaranteed. No one is listening, as I, I said. The madness has begun. This is what I told you about last week. Remember when I talked about the Civil War and the federal government panicking and taking over Fort Sumter? Same thing again panic. And when governments panic and people panic, leaders panic, then the world will shudder. And you don't know what will come out of it. No one could have predicted when the federal government seized the armory at Fort Sumter that eventually it would result in Gettysburg. And that's what I'm afraid of. No one can predict what will come next. And when you have that kind of instability in your government, you have that kind of instability in your life, people are going to die. And nobody wants that. At least I don't believe it. Not in our government. They think everyone is acting. Everyone in government is acting because they're trying to save lives, they think. And what it's going to eventually do is get us all killed. But we're out of time for today. I don't know what tomorrow will bring, but I'm going to do my best to bring you information and provide it as clearly as possible. I'm going to talk about the news headlines. I'm going to talk about the possible implications of it. I'm going to talk about the possible ramifications of it and how, if you don't think that the government is doing things right, how we can circumvent that. And that's part of being an American citizen, questioning things and criticizing leaders when they make mistakes. We're out of time for today. Take care, folks. Have a good one.